0: Hi, everyone. Happy New Year. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about crafting your homestead goals for 2024 without the overwhelm. Seriously, resolutions don't know her. We are not setting anything. We are going to be planning our goals into action. Welcome to the Homestead Challenge Podcast, where we will finally figure out how to make homesteading work in this modern world. I'm your host, Brittany, kind of crunchy mom and fellow modern homesteader. I've walked the path you're on, navigating burnout, overwhelm, information overload, serious lack of time, and uncertainty of where to even start. But I've also discovered a way to integrate homesteading into my modern busy life. If you're itching to kick off your homesteading journey on your terms, you're in the right spot. In each episode of this podcast, I'll be dishing out quick and straightforward homesteading tips, sharing home management systems, and providing modern solutions that fit seamlessly into your suburban lifestyle. Ready to turn your homesteading goals into a reality? Join me, and together we'll navigate the world of homesteading in a way that suits our lives. So grab that sourdough starter from the back of your fridge, girl. It's time to rise. So sometimes if you're like me it kind of feels like homesteading is completely saturated like everybody who ever wanted to homestead probably started theirs in 2020 and the rest of us who aren't doing the thing just must not be able to do those things you know it's a gross way to look at things but i totally do this sometimes we might think you know see the homesteaders on instagram and be like well Those people must be the go-getters, or those people must be different. Those people must have so much time on their hands. Must be nice. (laughs) I like think those things sometimes, which is totally gross. And also, like, simply not true. Girl, you can do it too. I can do it too. It doesn't matter what year it is. It doesn't matter if we didn't hop on the bandwagon in 2020. It doesn't matter if we started to do things and then we fell off the bandwagon. It does not matter. It is 2024, and if we have homesteading goals, this is going to be the year to make it happen. I want to show you how. So the truth is, back in 2020, when a lot of people just up and started homesteads, those are the type of people that just do the thing. Sometimes they don't have a plan, or maybe they had been dreaming of it for a while and 2020 kind of kicked them into gear, but for the most part, those people just have a different type of brain than I have. If you are like me at all, then you don't like to just do the thing without a plan. Um, You're you're probably like me if you're listening to podcasts right now, but (laughs) you might spend time planning and planning and never actually doing. You know, we often fall into the trap of perfection, but you gotta let it go. Homesteading will never be perfect. Life will never be perfect. But that doesn't mean that we can't get a little bit better each day. So, I do think we should have a whole other episode about how uh perfection might be holding us back from our homestead dreams, but we will leave that for another time. So, how do we craft a plan for 2024 that actually sticks? How do we spend less time planning? That's a funny thing to talk about in an episode about planning. But how can we spend less time doing that and more time actually doing the thing? How can we create a good plan? Well, we need to be consistent and we need to get realistic. By setting plans that are actionable, we can spend less time thinking about what we were supposed to be doing all the time. We can just hop back to the plan, look at it and say, oh, that's what I'm supposed to be doing this week, let's go. There is so much that I can talk about in this episode, but really I'm going to bring it all back to a homestead goal planner that I created. I have it over on the blog and I will link that here so you can print it out if you wanna pause here, go print it and maybe start planning with me. Or if you're on the go right now, just remember that we um, you can always come back to this episode if you need any help planning along. But I'm just gonna go over like one simple goal today. I'm not gonna go through the entire thing, I kind of just want to tell you about a few of my goals for the year. And if any of those are, you know, similar to yours, I'd love to hear it, by the way. But let's just get straight into the planning. So each year I like to start out by planning a word of the year. Um, I've had a lot of different words in the past. And of course, I can't remember them because I didn't write them down. (laughs) So first step, write it down. I know in the past, sorry, kids are. Home and in the background. Um, I know in the past I've had contentment. I believe I might have even had joy. This year, my word is ownership. It is my year to look at the things that I've always wanted to do and do them. It is up to nobody else but me. If I want to make my dreams come true, then I need to make it happen because I'm, you know, I don't know. Sometimes we wait on other people or we you know, just think the time is not right or whatnot, but if we wanna do something, we gotta do it. So my word this year is ownership. And then if you create your word of the year, you might think of your goals being kind of under this word umbrella and craft them as such. So after creating this word of the year, I'm actually going to zoom out a little bit and I want you to craft your three-year vision. So I don't know what business person it was that said this. It was not me, but a three-year vision is best because you think of a five-year or a 10-year vision, and honestly, so much can change in that time. But then if you bring it back to only a one-year vision, well, it's maybe not enough time to complete something if you're looking at some huge goals. So within three years, a lot can change, but it's also, you know, you can probably remember three years ago where you were. Uh, so it's, it's within a time range that you can actually envision and it could be something, you know, that could happen. Of course, things always change, but realistically, I think a three-year plan is best. Um, so it might be different things for you. It might be moving to a different homestead. It might be envisioning a flourishing garden in the future. It might be (laughs) envisioning more time to do things when your kiddos go off to school It might be, you know, in three years, you're dreaming of adding a pet to the family or chickens. Um, It, you know, it really could be anything. I would say for me, if I'm really dreaming and just closing my eyes and thinking about it, I would definitely love to have, you know, a garden in place. And I just envision my children playing outside all day as I am in the garden and they can be helping me. Uh, Just so much more outside time is really (laughs) my goal overall. All right. After you did your three-year plan or vision, did you do it? If you did, let me know in our Facebook community. I'm going to link that as well. I want to hear about all of these things for you. You need to hone in on your one year goal. So like I said, you know your goal might be so huge that you can't do it in a year. Like After one year, my brand new garden in this house that we're living in might be a little lackluster. So it might take several years in order to make it what I would have as my dream garden, but I can still create a one-year goal. So, you know, this year it's to actually create the garden beds. (laughs) I can't have a huge goal of, you know, a ton of yield, I don't think, yet. I can't say, oh, well, I've never really gardened in Ohio before, yet this year I'm going to make all the food for my entire family. Sure, some people do that. Um, Probably won't be me. I'm going to definitely try lots of things out this year, but I know there's going to be a lot of lessons learned in the garden in my first year gardening back in Ohio where I moved to. If you are new here, I moved over the summer. We were military and I moved from Alabama to Ohio to a new house with no garden. So I have a lot of things ahead of me. In this episode, I'm really going to be talking about that gardening goal. So I specifically designed this goal planner to break down these big goals into smaller steps. So on a week by week basis, you can know what you're supposed to be doing and you don't have to think about it because something like create a garden is just so not lofty. It's just not specific. Um and then on a week-by-week basis you might not have any idea what you're supposed to be doing and then it's going to be springtime and you're gonna be like okay well i'm gonna create my garden now but really there's many steps before then that you could have taken or i could have taken in order to make this goal become a reality and make it a lot easier on us because some of these homesteading goals are huge but we don't have a lot of time in this world, like none of us are like, oh my gosh, I have so much time on my hands. So by crafting this plan and crafting it week by week, you can actually break things down a lot smaller so that you don't feel quite so overwhelmed when it comes to be go time for the big things. Hey, this is future Brittany just hopping on. And I just wanted to encourage you that if you are really overwhelmed, even thinking about what homestead goals you could possibly set for this year, do not fear i actually have over on the blog in the same post with the goal planner a ton of different ideas that are super easy super actionable i shouldn't say easy but simple and actionable things that you can do this year based on putting your homestead into gear with financial freedom sustainable goals and health goals so there are a ton of different ideas for all of those and if you need even more, you can always DM me on Instagram, and I'm here to help. <laughs> Bringing it back a little bit, if you're looking at my goal planner, I based it on my core values of why I want to homestead, which are based on sustainable living, health, and financial freedom. But yours do not have to be the same. It just, for me, always remembering those as my main goals in life, I guess, helped me to remember what's important bring it back to the why. And that always helps me to just be motivated to do any goal. So yours totally don't have to be the same. You can change those up if you want, and you can create a bunch of goals at once, or you can go through this goal by goal, one goal at a time, like I'm going to do right now. So like finance or business goals sometimes seem so much easier to write on paper than maybe homesteading goals do. They usually have a number and then a date and so it's very easy to say okay well we know we made this much money or saved this much money and you know you've achieved the thing but what about homestead goals um you know okay yeah I want to have a better garden this year but what does that look like when we actually want to do the thing what does that look like on a timetable so I'm going to break it down based on my planner step by step so we can do this together So my big goal this year is to create a big in ground garden. I will also do a few containers or raised beds in my garden. And this doesn't sound like a very specific goal, but it kind of is because I have nothing right now. And then by the end of this goal, I should hopefully have a garden, whether or not anything lives in it. That's not part of this goal. So next I want to set a due date for me. That is going to be May 1st. So in the beginning of May in my gardening zone is where you would typically start planting outside. So I can definitely do other things before then to get to that due date in order to create the garden. So there's a couple of different options for you to break your goals down step by step in this planner. I have options for week by week, month by month, or even a seven step goal planner. Uh, And if you're using the goal planner, you can kind of think as the different steps as weeks, or, you know, you can set a week amount for each step. So step one is going to be, for me, a lot of research. So that might be, you know, a two week step or a three week step. It might even be a month step. So if I'm thinking about gardening, I'm gonna need to be researching things like knowing exactly the gardening zone in my new area. So that's going to tell me when I can start planting things. A good uh, calculator will also show me when I need to start seed starting inside. If I'm going to be doing any of that, it's going to tell me when I can plant different types of plants. You know, some you can plant a little earlier than others, you know, it really just depends on where you live. So I am actually going to link to one of my posts all about Kind of starting your first garden. If all of that sounds foreign to you, (laughs) with the zones and everything, just so that will help you out a little bit. If that is one of your goals, Uh, other things that I can be researching: what kind of soil mix am I going to use, and how am I going to get that? Because I'm trying to make one. I I have like a typical suburban backyard. I think we're on like a quarter acre, something like that. So uh, one whole, I guess, wall in my backyard is going to be all of this garden. So how much soil do I think I'm gonna need? What kind of soil mix is good for my area and for what I wanna grow? What kind of seeds do I wanna buy? This is all kind of the research section. And then you can go ahead and start by purchasing your seeds. For me, I already purchased in the fall two containers that are gonna go into my garden. So I wanted a couple different levels. So I'm doing in the ground and a couple raised bed areas. You might need to be thinking about building raised beds. I will link to my free raised bed plans as well. In our last house, my husband built me a really cool three section raised bed, which I kind of feel like we might be building again eventually here. <laughs> so I have all the plans and the you know shopping list for that and the cut list, everything to build your own. And then after my research phase, I will probably be getting into really seed starting already it's only January, but it comes so fast. So I wanna make sure that I have all of the things that I need in order to be able to do that. Um, My seeds are gonna be started on a like, I guess it's a three season porch, maybe not. Here it might just be a one season. It's pretty chilly out there. So I'm gonna need some kind of light or heating pads for my seed starting that I do not have yet because coming from a warmer climate, I never needed to do this before. So I'm going to be purchasing all of those materials. And by doing that really slowly, I'm going to, you know, not feel as much of a financial burden from this project as I might if I just waited to buy all of the, you know, partially grown plants in the spring. That's just not going to be realistic for me this year. So I already have all of my seeds personally. I ordered a lot from Baker's Creek. That's definitely one of my favorite places, but you can really get them anywhere. It truly does not matter. And then let's see. So as I am purchasing these things, I am definitely thinking about budget the whole way. So I guess during my research phase, I should have probably also added budgeting for this project because that would have probably been pretty important to do first thing. Uh, I'm definitely going to get more specific in this myself when I go through my own, own goal planner and plan out each phase of this project for myself. I also am always on the lookout on Facebook Marketplace for different pots. I really want an English country garden feel. So having the mix of large pots and different uh, just like unique structural elements, I think is going to make it very magical back there, very pretty. I don't want it to be quite so utilitarian, even though that there's a lot of ways that I could probably have a bigger yield than by doing it the way I'm going to do it, but I want it to be very pretty as well. So as I am planning these weeks, I am going to reflect at the end of each month to see where I'm at and what I need to be doing. And also looking ahead to the next month to see if there's anything I have to prep for the next phase. So like I said, first phase for me is going to be researching second phase is going to be seed starting. And then the third phase is going to be doing the thing. So that's going to take me several, um, probably several weekends to do. Uh, my husband's going to be gone for a little while. So it might just be me doing this thing. I'm not really sure. Or I might utilize him <laughs> uh, when he is going to be back here uh, for a few weeks. He's, he's going to just be gone on and off. It's the life of the military person. But um, I might put him to work. In the few short weeks that he'll be back here, but we're going to have to dig out grass. We are going to have to add in soil, and the amount that we're going to get, we probably might need a truckload. Um, We are going to have to plant things in the ground, all the things. And if I didn't plan this in advance, then me trying to do this all in one weekend would honestly just be a hot mess. So it would be really awesome, of you know for me to be able to think like all April long about building all these things, building any raised beds we need to build, you know, as long as it's not snowing here. And uh, even starting to get my dirt and all the things, even if I can't plant yet, I think that it would really be a good idea for me to have everything in place. So that way, by the time it's time to plant, I'm all ready and I don't have to be rushing to do all of these other things, trying to get things in the ground at the same time. My plan is really for the first, quarter of the year, but if your plan is a lot longer term, you can go back each quarter and actually reflect on your goals in addition to reflecting at the end of each month. I think that that really helps bring everything back into perspective, especially if you have, you know, a larger goal like purchasing a property or something like that. So I hope that these action steps as you're looking at them kind of help you out and think about how you can plan these kind of loftier homesteading goals or goals that might not seem like they're quite so actionable or sp- specific uh, into breaking it down into smaller steps. This is all making sense in my brain, but I really hope that it's making sense in yours as well. Just breaking down your goals into smaller steps is always the way to go. Um, if you're more of a digital planner, then you can do it on any kind of digital workflow task manager that you might have online, if you would prefer that over planning online. Uh, I'm sorry, over planning on paper. So I use Meister task, but a lot of people use things like Asana or, oh gosh, what are the other ones? I don't know any of the work task management systems online. There's so many options for you there. And for me, it's really nice to see like my week by week goals and then be able to check them off. That's just so satisfying. Even if it's like research, breaking it down like this seriously is going to make us actually make these things happen. And you can also plan things too that might be shorter, like you wanna bake your first loaf of bread. Well, break this all down into one month and pretend like when I was just talking about a whole year, make that just into one month. Okay, what do I need to do in week one? Well, you might need to research how am I gonna bake bread? Week two. Okay, I researched. Now I know the things that I might need to buy, which you really don't need to buy much. But if you don't have a Dutch oven or whatever, you totally, totally buy the things, girl. Whatever, whatever you need to do. <laughs> and then in week three, just do the thing. And then maybe week four is doing the thing over and over again until you feel a little bit more comfortable about it. So you can absolutely make a little bit smaller goals into this as well. And it does seem silly to write this kind of stuff down, but truly... Writing it down on paper is going to plan it into action. I truly believe that. So your homework for the week is to grab the planner and fill it out in whichever way kind of makes the most sense in your brain. And if you are brave, I would love for you to share your goals for this year in our Facebook community. I will link that below. I love to hear from people. I want to know what you're doing this year. And by knowing what you're doing this year, I can actually look at those and help you make those come true so you know if you post in there and you have a goal I think I would love to work with you and plan it out if you need any help with that so definitely let me know and let me know if you need help like I said I'll be linking the homestead planner below as well as those raised bed plans and I would love to hear from you happy new year everyone I cannot wait to see what we can achieve this year together thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the homestead challenge podcast i hope our time together has empowered you to take meaningful steps on your homesteading journey if you've enjoyed our conversation and found value in today's tips please take a moment to leave a review on your preferred podcast platform your feedback means the world to me and it helps others discover the podcast let's keep the conversation going connect with me on instagram you can find me at Brittany l gibson the link is in the show notes Share your favorite takeaways from the episode, ask questions, or suggest topics of what you'd like to hear in the future. For an even deeper dive into the homesteading community, join our Facebook group where other suburban homesteading mamas share their experiences, ask questions, and support each other on their unique homesteading journeys. Just search for the Homestead Challenge community on Facebook and request to join. Remember, every small step on your homesteading path is a victory. Whether you're nurturing plants on your windowsill or mastering the art of sourdough, you're making a difference keep at it. Until next time, let's watch our homesteads flourish together.